And so we've arrived at our Thy Kingdom Come Novena. Novena, if you don't know, means nine days, nine days of prayer particularly. And Thy Kingdom Come runs from Ascension to Pentecost. And we in the Canterbury Diocese take the nine days in between those two festivals as a particular time of listening, waiting on God, seeking God's spirit. And our theme for this year is listening on the way. And at this point, I need to add a little parenthesis because COVID-19 is no respecter of dedicated and creative planning teams. And we have just such a planning team who have been working on our plans for Thy Kingdom Come and for the diocesan day of prayer and pilgrimage, which happens from Friday night to Saturday this coming week. We've been working on it for eight months and suddenly six or seven weeks ago, it all had to change because we couldn't do the things we'd been planning to do. And so my thanks to a team who have brilliantly reimagined our Thy Kingdom Come for lockdown. So listening on the way, how do we do that when we can't really be on the way anywhere together at the moment? Well, our thoughts are still very much on pilgrimage because even if we can't get out and pilgrimage together around our parishes or our towns, our communities or even into Canterbury for our cathedral service, we are on a pilgrimage, aren't we? We are walking through unfamiliar land at the moment. And on our pilgrimage together, the two ways of listening that we want to reflect on this week are connecting and creating. In fact, we're publishing some connect and create emails each day, which you might like to subscribe to. If you do, just Google Canterbury Diocese Day of Prayer and Pilgrimage and you'll find a sign-up sheet where you can sign up to receive the emails every day. Connect and create as ways of listening to God. And in some ways, this is a follow-on from what I was saying last week in my podcast. We were talking last week about how God doesn't answer the questions like when and how and how's it all going to work that we want God to answer. God tends to answer in the language of company, reassurance, comfort, love, presence. And uh, this week's a little bit similar in that listening to God means doing things perhaps slightly differently in order to hear God more fully. So connection, for instance. Well, after Pentecost, it's Trinity Sunday. So we're in the bit of the Christian calendar where we reflect on God as relational God as not just one, but three in one. I don't know about you, but when I read those chapters in John's gospel, just before the crucifixion, where Jesus is talking to his disciples, you know, the ones I mean, where I'm in the father, the father is in me. We're going to make our home in you. I will be in you. You will remain in me. There's a lot of in in those chapters. And if you try and think too hard, it fries your brain because how does it work that God is in me? by his spirit. And I am in God all at the same time. But that's the point. There is an interwoven, interconnected nature to God's being. God is relationship, relationship flowing out of ever outpoured love. And so for us, when we listen, listening partly needs to happen in connection with others as well as in connection with God. And it is very natural when we listen to God, we often focus on solitude 
stillness, silence, don't we? Getting away somewhere, uh, stilling ourselves. That's, that's important because the truth is our inner worlds and our outer worlds are generally too full, too noisy, too busy to really hear God. So those disciplines are about quieting ourselves enough to hear God's voice. But if that's the only way we listen to God, we're missing out. Ultimately, we hear God more fully when we connect with other people. And so our prayer for you this week is, and our prayer for ourselves, is that we will connect with one another this week. That might be just people within your own household, or it might be connecting over the internet, through WhatsApp, Messenger, Zoom, any of those kind of platforms where you can connect maybe three or four of you together from your congregation. Have conversations about what you're hearing God say, because as we talk with each other about God, so we hear God. The second focus we have is create, creating. Let me ask you this. Do you have any situations in your life where you always think exactly the same thing? Let, let me give you two rather trivial examples from my own life. So when I get up in the morning, the very first moment of getting up, actually getting out of bed, I always think, how can I possibly be this tired after a night's sleep? Now, I don't want you to worry about me. It's not like a medical condition or anything. And, and give me a cup of tea and half an hour and I'll be absolutely full of beans. But <laughs> the first thought of my day is, how can I, or the first thought of getting up is, how can I be this tired when I've just slept all night? The other thing I always think is, um, I used to commute to London every day and I used to go on the line from Canterbury uh, East into London. And that takes you through selling. And every time I went through selling, I would always think, isn't selling a funny name for a place? Big shout out to you if you're in selling today. <laughs> That's what I always thought. And actually, if I go through selling, I still think that thought. That's perfectly normal. As human beings, our thoughts are like train tracks. We get on a track of thinking, a way of thinking about things, th uh, neural pathways that repeat themselves when we get into the same situation. And that can be absolutely infuriating when it comes to listening to God because God is ever and always wanting to expand our horizons, broaden our minds, speak things to us that we haven't already thought a hundred times and one of the ways to jump yourself out of your train tracks is to be creative and I would interpret creativity very broadly here. I don't want you to think you suddenly have to become some kind of uh, expert pianist or painter or something like that. Uh, creativity is anything which gives you the joy of creating. So that might be music, it might be art, it might be baking, it might be car mechanics, it might be knitting, it might be uh, woodwork, it, anything you like. It, it might be even making order out of chaos. That's a, that's a creative activity. For some people it's just a pain, but for others it's a creative activity, making order out of chaos. So what is your creative space? And for some of you, it's just being out in creation, not necessarily making anything, but immersing yourself in the beauty of creation and that in turn producing creativity within your own thinking, opening your mind and your heart to new things, new thoughts, new observations, new realisations. That will help us this week to hear God. And so would you remember as you listen 
to connect with others and listen through conversation and also to connect with the wider things of this world, with the deeper things of God through creativity. Let's pray. God, who is Trinity, ever poured out in love, ever pouring out in love. Help us in these days of prayer to connect with you and to connect with one another in you. Help us in these days of prayer to hear you as we listen to others. God who is creator, open in us this week new spaces for creativity. And through that creativity, speak to us new things, things as yet unheard. God who is present with us, we pray that we might encounter you in new ways through this Thy Kingdom Come Novena. Because we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Before I go, let me say that Friday to Saturday is our diocesan day of prayer and pilgrimage. We're having a little pilgrimage around your own home, being led in prayer by people from all over the diocese through the medium of video. So lots of exciting things to come. Visit our website and have a look at what's happening and do join in if you possibly can, won't you?